0: How does a major food ordering app use messaging and segmentation to increase delivery efficiency by as much as 2x? Rebel Foods shares a recipe to delight your customer. So stay tuned for this and more in episode 409.
1: Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. This week and twice a month, we bring you a special series about retention sponsored by Clevertap, a leading engagement and retention platform. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Saltz.
0: Thanks Ricky and thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host as always Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, founder of Mobile Groove. This time bringing you Reimagine Growth, a special mini-series on retention marketing brought to you by Clevertap. And as you know, retention is the new growth. We've been talking about that a lot here. A single digit increase in retention can mean double or even triple digit increase in profits. That's why we're looking at retention, which is also extremely important in these times. It's also critical to connect with your customers in a meaningful way. Sometimes it means rewriting the playbook and other times it just means tweaking some of the things you're doing to do them a bit better. In both cases, we need good advice, we need guidance. We get both from my guest today on Reimagine Growth. He's a marketing professional with around 11 plus years of experience in growth also looking at consulting, software development across telecom, food tech, automotive industries, and very, very keyed in to lifecycle management and marketing and also the customer journey. So I'd like to welcome Amit Padke. He is Associate VP Growth Marketing at Rubble Foods. Hey Amit, great to have you here today.
2: Hey Peggy, thank you very much for having me.
0: You are really focused on customer lifecycle management and marketing and this is really key to retention you've nailed this because this is what you do but i'd like to understand why you've nailed this you know you have combined this what did you have in mind
2: well uh, so the customer comes and the customer has experienced you uh, who's tried your product or service uh, you would never really want that customer to leave you and go away so we would we would really like to know and understand what makes a customer tick and tailor our propositions around that uh, so mm-hmm. We understand that all customers are different and that is why it is important to understand them individually and try and serve them in a way that really suits them best. So by creating contextual relevant and timely propositions uh, for a set of customers, uh, we are trying to make their experience on our ecosystem better, uh, not just in Mm -hmm. terms of platform experience but also when it comes to product, when it comes to service, when it comes to uh the delivery of the food when it comes to the packaging of the food so in every possible touch point our endeavor is to just make our customers experience with us better make it more consistent make it more predictable uh so that the customer knows exactly the customers know exactly what they're getting into
0: i wanted to also touch upon behaviors and shifts because that's what you have to notice to feed into your segments so what is rebel foods
2: Rebel Foods uh, is possibly the world's largest uh, uh, internet restaurant chain operator. Uh, Mm -hmm. So when we started, uh, we started as a main street operator, uh, a high street operator, where we used to have restaurants and we were pretty much a single brand entity. Then we had a brand called Fasos. Uh, But uh, very early on, we realized that a lot of our orders were actually takeaways. We we realized that we could serve our customers much better in a much more efficient way. Uh, If we managed to... uh, give them the right product in a very, very uh, efficient way at the right time, delivered in a very pristine condition. And that's the reason why we pivoted into the internet restaurant the Cloud Kitchen model. Uh, so we run about uh, 10, 10 to 11 brands in India, and uh, we spread across more than 35 cities. Uh, and uh, so, so, so that's about us. We also have international operations in Indonesia, UAE and the UK. Uh, so, and in terms of in terms of the behaviors that you said, so earlier obviously when you uh, when when everything was normal, uh, the behaviors were uh, kind of mirrored across the world, wherein people used to be busy in their offices, the pandemic kind of changed a lot of behaviors. Uh, So when it started, I guess everyone was struggling to make sense of it. So of course, it's not as it was before, uh, but we do see an uptick in purchase behavior. And this is not just restricted to the businesses that we run, uh, but even other economic indicators such as vehicle sales, industrial production data, all of them are pointing to the same, that the customer sentiment does seem to be picking up. At
0: a high level. Has this shift in behavior that you've noticed, has that caused you to reimagine, redefine segments, journeys?
2: Uh, so yes, in a way. Uh, so what's happened is that, uh, so as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people earlier, uh, it, it does happen that when you're working uh, and especially when you're working from office, uh, a lot of population is concentrated in the urban areas where people, you, you try and find a house which is closer to your office, uh, you will try to economize the com- uh, commute as much as possible. So uh, so we realized that earlier mm-hmm. there were a lot of nuclear families or couples or even singles who were living very close to the workspace and the ordering patterns also uh, reflected that. Uh, mm-hmm. but what's happened is that ever since the lockdown has been imposed, so it does not really matter where you're working, on, uh, working from because most people are anyways working from home. Uh, so what's happened is, so take the example of Bombay. Uh, Bombay is a very large city and uh, it can be challenging uh, to travel a long distance. So even people who have families in Bombay, uh, they would still relocate to a place which is close to their work if the primary residence is a little far away off. So now what we're seeing is that a lot of people are moving in with their families, maybe their parents, maybe their brothers or sisters. Uh, so, so the family size in general living in a single residence has gone up a little bit and the ordering patterns also kind of reflect that uh mm-hmm. because uh because now customers are not just ordering for themselves uh, mm-hmm. but they're ordering for their families as well uh, mm-hmm. Right. so uh, so while the frequency might have dropped a bit in in certain segments it might have gone up a bit in certain others uh, but what we are surely seeing across the industry is that the order size itself, the basket itself has gone up a little bit. So, in, in terms of journeys though, so we started out, right? So, when the pandemic started out, uh, we built in the message of safety and reassurance in the entire customer journey, uh, starting from the advertisements so that we were putting out uh, to the messaging on app and email. Uh, and this was the biggest change in terms of the customer journey itself. Uh, and everyone seemed to be talking about it. Uh, we, incidentally, were the first to initiate real time tracking. Of people involved in making the food and delivering it to uh, and we also got our entire staff certified by competitive authorities and we also stitched that communication in our in-app and website components so uh, mm-hmm. customers really got to know about uh, about what we were doing uh, so in terms of those in terms of what we modified uh, our journeys as when uh, the entire pandemic started was we started talking about things that matter to the customers the most this is always done, uh, but this was done in various different ways earlier. But mm-hmm. the pandemic kind of forced everyone to focus on that single biggest element, which was bothering yeah. everyone, which see. Uh,
0: absolutely. I have to say, you know, the pandemic accelerated a lot of change. And what's interesting about this is, you know, it's speaking about your market, but it's relevant to all markets. It's about right. how do you tell your customers? How do you reassure your customers that, um what they are delivering is first, you know, according to their concerns around the pandemic, it's going to be safe, it's going to be reliable, it's going to be a good quality, but also you're delivering to a different type of customer segment, one that's ordering more for its families and, you know, friends and significant others than perhaps before from work. So there's a lot of change going on here. We're going to hear a little bit more about how this has impacted your messaging and marketing, maybe some examples, but right now Amit, we do have to get a break. So listeners, sure. don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here's your host, Peggy Saltz.
0: Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Saltz. Today we have Amit Padke. He is Associate VP, Growth Marketing at Rebel Foods, a major, major name and brand in food delivery, which is why it's so exciting, Amit, to understand how you have increased the efficiency of delivery by as much as 2x. You know, a big part of this is ingesting the data properly to segment and prioritize customers um at a high level what has allowed you to do this
2: well uh i guess what we did was uh we uh, did have a lot of uh uh, we did a lot of consulting with uh, the clever guys who are our uh, primary marketing automation uh service provider uh so what we realized was that there were the, the lockdown actually gave us an opportunity to go back to the basics, to see uh, how did we segment the customers, to see how did we, at a, at a tech stack level, how had we integrated our uh, automation engine and uh, our tech teams in close coordination with uh, our partners did work very hard at getting these pieces right. So what we did was essentially we fixed the shop, we uh, created sharper segments uh in terms of the integration we integrated it even tighter and what we realized is that uh, a lot of our messaging which is initially being missed out uh was now being delivered uh, also we managed to integrate so we know that a few android devices have uh, uh, a little bit of a limitation when it comes to delivering push notifications so they are very particular uh, technical solutions for that especially for uh, companies like xiaomi who have a very big Uh, market share in India. So uh, what CleverTap also did for us is that uh, they integrated those modules and in general what we saw is that push notification uh, deliveries to our customers uh, had improved by almost twice as much uh, in in, in this period.
0: On the way to improvements, there's a little bit of trial, there's a little bit of error. Mistakes are always good because you learn so much from them. Is there uh, a mistake that you learned from or some key learnings here on the way because it's basically building the tech stack to improve deliveries, delight the customer. Is that what I'm hearing here?
2: Yeah, so uh, so what we focused on is uh, to... To have a customer single view really, uh, an aggregated uh, data layer which uh, which allows us to understand what the customer needs. What we did was we tried to automate the entire thing. We tried to eliminate a lot of manual touch points, uh, wherein as soon as there is a particular trigger at a customer level and you need to initiate a campaign, that happens automatically. You don't need uh, to rely on someone to extract the data, then study the data, and then push the uh, communication forward. Because you know that you have to be very, very uh, uh, time-sensitive in terms of getting a message out uh, to the customer. So what we try to do really is to get the message out in as near real-time as possible. And this can mm-hmm. only be uh, enabled with a fairly high level of automation and sophistication at the, uh, at the data aggregation end. So. Uh, so, what we really try to do is build a single data mart, a single customer view, uh, which could orchestrate campaigns in ways that we would really want them to. Uh, this also involved creation of a lot of models, uh, uh, decision tree models, as well as heuristics. Uh, and uh, we are also heading towards uh, deploying more and more propensity based models as well, uh, uh, statistical regression based models as well. So, uh, So, essentially, it's about how do you bring your data together and how do you make it work for you. Uh, which matters in the end. Uh, about mm-hmm. because, because only then can you serve the most relevant uh, things to a particular customer. And this is, uh, and while I say this, there is no compromise in terms of uh, data privacy, right? Because that is something which is very, very dear to us. We wouldn't want to read customer information and then uh, do anything about it which should not be done. So while we're very conscious about it, the only try, uh, the only attempt that we do is to serve our customers in a way that is relevant to them.
0: Mm -hmm. And I also like the idea that you're looking more at probabilistic, you know, propensity, predictive, getting predictive around this. I mean, we're not there yet, but... um, that is the goal. And that's the goal for marketers everywhere, not just in India, where you're based, and where you're coming from us today, but also globally. Can you give us an idea of um, some of the milestone steps on that journey? I mean, in order to become more predictive, what does my Tech stacker, what does my strategy, what does my marketing strategy need to look like? I mean, for one, I need to be real time to get that data in order to predict some patterns, but how predictive can you get currently as a marketer, well, not just you personally at Rebel Foods?
2: Yeah, well, it, it really depends on how do you define the business problem in the first place. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in a previous organization that I used to work for, which is quite evolved in terms of, uh, in terms of, uh, building statistical models for their customers. It was a consulting firm, really. Uh, so, used to, so there was always a saying which is going, uh, which is to go around in that company, which said that a data scientist has to put business first, statistics second, and coding third. Uh, whereas an ML engineer or the guy who deploys it has to put coding first, statistics second, and business third. So, so what's important for us to understand here is that if you want to get prediction really right, it cannot. It, it cannot just be about building an algorithm or building the decision tree or building a, a propensity model what you really need to do is understand what the business problem is and then layer everything around that so mm-hmm. so you need to you need to have so you need to begin with the end in mind right so what is it what is it exactly that you want the model to do for you? uh and and then you define your problem accordingly then you define your variables accordingly then you start training the model and then you you'll finally arrive at a at a place uh which will start delivering the results that you want to deliver.
0: But it's also really helpful, me, to do what you've just done, which is to give us a little bit of a blueprint of the steps. You know, yes, you do have to know your company. You do have to know what you want to achieve. And then you sort of architect it based on that. Another point that you brought up is the journeys. Now, what I am excited about is how you are building a journey that combines the digital and physical that's not very often and you have the opportunity to do this because of the touch points you have with your customer as well i mean how are you approaching delivering that that magic moment a lot of people talk about that you know in apps in mobile there has to be a magic experience that we get where the technology is gone and the experience is in the forefront what are you doing
2: yes yeah, so that's what steve jobs said right so the best yeah. technology just disappears <laughs> in the user's hands so uh, so we are kind of we have a, a very unique advantage in the sense that we run our own restaurants and we run our own deliveries to an extent as well uh, which is through our, our direct to consumer channels uh, so what we've been trying to do and we we've, uh, uh, we've kind of tried to map user journeys in great detail uh, so, be it in the way that they interact with the app, be it uh, in the way uh, how they view things, right? So, uh, in terms of where do they want the restaurant browsing to be? Uh, would they appreciate if we have some curated collections for them uh, in in the app somewhere? So, what we've done is we've kind of tried to study each and every user movement. Uh, we actually do that with physical trials, a lot of insights, speaking to a lot of customers. So, while while technology is there, but before you, tech, before you put the tech in the customer's hands, you actually need to understand how does the customer behave or interact with the app. And, and that's something that we put a lot of focus in. And that does not end there because the experience that you give the customer is just the first layer of it, right? So uh, the customer goes to the app, places an order. So it's important that you uh, allow the customer to place the order with a lot of ease, with minimal clicks or swipes, uh, you let the customer pay with the maximum ease possible. So all of this is something that you need to ensure. But what you also need to ensure is that your entire chain is very tightly coupled together. Because the data then flows from the customer app to the kitchen where the order is received and processed. Uh, there's a queue management system, there's a ticket management system which needs to be in perfect sync with uh, the app itself. Then the food needs to go out to the rider and then the rider is the one who actually goes and delivers the food uh to the customer at the end of the day so so it's so it's basically a journey between multiple systems uh, it starts mm-hmm. from the customer app uh then it goes to the kitchen's order management system uh then from there it is routed to the driver uh, or the rider and then the rider has his own uh system in which he knows where to go where to call, where to deliver and how to deliver so it's so, while in the back end there are many, many systems that are working together, in the front end it's as simple as the customer just opening an app, uh, uh, just swiping once or twice and clicking twice or thrice and making the payment and then, then his home. So, yeah. uh, so what's very important for us is that we uncomplicate the life at the customer's end. Uh, and for that, we are willing to take on uh, many challenging algorithms and development of many challenging algorithms and logics at the back end so that the life of the customer really stays simple. Uh, mm-hmm. The customer has a lot of things to do. He does not need to worry about learning how to use an app.
0: Exactly, that's the point. You have to remove that. You have to increase the magic. We do have to go to break now, me But when we come back, we'll talk about your vision for how this can look, um, and also get some tips and some maybe even a little bit of fun after the break. When we get some short answer segments in the second, sure. in the final half rather, final segment of the show, so listeners don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here's your host, Peggy Ann Salls.
0: And welcome back to Mobile Presence. Final segment, and here we are with Amit Petke. He is associate VP, growth marketing, rebel foods. And Amit, we've been talking about how you have been approaching the customer journey, because let's face it, you're a bit on the customer obsessed side, but in a very good way. Uh, And learning quite a lot from you as well. But this is the final segment where we just sort of get to know you and we get to know some quick answers. Customer obsessed is what I called you. What do you think of when I say that customer obsessed?
2: Uh, well, it's about it's about thinking of what the customer wants first and then building solutions around it. Because if we if we start with us at the center of, of the discussion about uh, what we can do and what we cannot do, we'll never be able to serve the customer well. And that's what we've been doing off late. So we've always been trying to ask ourselves that what does the customer want? And then we tailor our solutions around it. We do, uh, we do changes if we need to do work uh, but at the end of the day the customer is always at the center of our universe
0: magic moment
2: uh, magic moment is i guess surprising uh your better half uh or your maybe your kids with with some really good treats in the lockdown when everyone's uh you cannot go out much i think sweets can do that trick so uh, maybe just ordering a cake home or a dessert home with a a very special message
0: very much and uh, it makes sense to treat ourselves to treat ourselves very well and one thing we also have it seems in lockdown is more attention or more patience for discovery than usual what about attention span what do you think of when i say that
2: it is attention span for me is uh speaking about design it's about uh, it's about how well laid out is your app or your website or whatever. How does it draw the customer's attention to what you want the customer to see? Retention framework. Well, it's about understanding what does the customer want, at what stage is the customer in, uh, and then building rules and models around that. So it's, it's really about understanding what what part of the customer's lifecycle journey is that particular customer in. It's it's always been a maxim for a long time that. Preventing churn is better than winning customers back. So there are two ways in which you can retain customers. Uh, One is not let anyone go. The second is you try to win those customers back who already left you. Uh, For me, the one that I would always prefer is to prevent churn. And for that, uh, what helps you really, especially in an industry which is as complex as food, uh, statistical models work really, really well here. And we used to use a lot of that in the telecom industry as well, uh, whereas those correlative variables really gave you an indication of when would the customer turn.
0: And uh finally, since we're talking about preferences and being customer obsessed, being food obsessed, that's what I am usually. Favorite food, Amit, what's yours?
2: Well, for me, uh I, I really love one of our brands called Mandarin Oak. It's our it's our Chinese brand, it's our take on Chinese. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really am love in love with that brand. I could I could probably eat it every single day of the week. <laughs>
0: That's a tip for me okay well this has been great amit it's been wonderful to talk with you i want to thank you for sharing your time today thank you so much Peggy. and of course you know our listeners they're the type of people they might want to keep up with you maybe in social maybe you're out there webinars uh whatever what's the best way
2: well i guess i'm pretty active on linkedin so mm-hmm. uh that's, that's probably at the moment the best way to keep in touch with me.
0: And we'll have those details in the show notes. So again, thanks so much for being my guest.
2: Thank you so much, Maggie.
0: And of course, Amit has shared his journey and to keep helping marketers, organizations as they drive customer connection, re-enter the market post-COVID-19. Clever Tap continues with its reimagined growth series, a series of webinars, all at hashtag reimagine growth. in the series it's all about lifting the lid on top mobile brands how they're successfully handling acquisition engagement retention right now so get ready to grow get ready to check it out you can find it all over at clevertap.com forward slash reimagine growth and if you want to keep up with me throughout the week find out more how you can be a guest or sponsor on mobile presence you can email me peggy peggy at mobilegroove.com that's where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services you can find all earlier episodes of our show by going to wmr.fm or you can find our shows on itunes stitcher Spreaker, spotify Amazon and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence. So until next time, remember every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe.